0: Take five! Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe to us on HerFantasyFootball.com so you can get our newsletter where we will give you our four ingredients for our fun free fan duel game, Diced. And a friendly reminder, make sure to tune in to our radio show on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio from 9 to 11 Eastern on Saturday night. Also, you can chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby.
1: And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Marianne Lee.
0: Woohoo! Week 11. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Get them out of your lineups, everybody. Atlanta Falcons, Denver Broncos, New York Jets, and the San Diego Chargers. Real fast. Can we drop Brandon Marshall, you think? It's time. It's time to say goodbye.
2: It was bad, right?
1: Ooh, adios. Bryce Petty experiment. Mm. Fitzpatrick. (laughs) (laughs) Fitzpatrick.
2: Mm-hmm. know mm. smith
1: mm. oh,
0: it's dark, it's, times. dark times dark times Dark in, and in mm. for the new york jets all right well we'll get into thursday night game which actually should be one of the better thursday night games of the year with the new orleans saints four and five and the carolina panthers three and six fingers crossed we have some fantasy scoring happen here
1: yeah absolutely uh you know i I think it's really interesting that both of these teams have losing records. Well, I know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so the over under for this game is set at 52, which is rather high. So Vegas thinks there's going to be a lot of scoring, which I agree with Breeze is only 10 and 10 against the Panthers in his career, but he averages nearly 300 yards and two passing touchdowns per game against them. Not bad. Not too shabby. Um, he went over 300 yards last week at home against the Broncos. Uh, the Panthers are tied um, uh, as the team that's giving up the sixth most points to opposing quarterbacks. So it is a good matchup. It is on the road. Ying and yang, right? You and yang,
0: yeah. and it's Thursday night. Yeah. A lot of things going on here.
1: Uh, I'm starting both Brandon Cooks and Michael Thomas. Uh, yes, Michael Thomas had a rookie outing last week. He fumbled twice. It was terrible. He also probably caused the interception for Drew Brees. Yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, but the Panthers give up the tenth most points to opposing wide receivers, and he was bound to have one rookie performance. I, you know, come on. This is his first bad game of the season. So yeah. I'm I'm fine with it. I think he'll get his groove back. We're all fine. Sleepers, um, you know, we talk a lot about Drew Brees' home-and-away splits, but Willie Sneed has really bad home-and-away splits as well. He had two touchdowns last week at home. Could do well, but I just – Want to temper your expectations for what they need this particular week? And Carolina is surprisingly good against the run. When you contrast that to how weak they are against the pass, you just got to assume that they're going to pass the ball all the time, right? So, uh, in Week Six against the Panthers, Ingram carried the ball sixteen times for only. 51 yards, and last week he and Hightower did split the carries, Ingram 11, Hightower 8, uh, but neither of them were great against the weak Denver-run defense. I don't like any of them this week, if
0: I can avoid it. All right, the Panthers. Cam Newton had a bounce-back week against the Chiefs. Boom. I didn't, I didn't see it happening, but it happened. Uh, Second-best <laughs> game of the season, actually, was against the Saints in Week 6 where he had uh, 322 yards, two passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown, and an interception. But he was counting with all of those fantasy points before. So it is safe to start Newton again this week and feel good about it. We have him ranked number three. Here's the deal with Mr. Jonathan Stewart. I own him. I, too, have played in the last two weeks. Really bad. Really yeah. bad, especially coming off of – Two weeks in a row with over 20 fantasy points. So the good news is, is there isn't another running back that's, like, threatening his job. It's not like he's losing touches to somebody or fantasy points to somebody or rushing touchdowns to somebody. It's just not happening with the rushing. Yeah. But it's going to happen this week. The Saints give up the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. So I know it's kind of sketchy, but – you're still going to start Stewart. You're, of course, going to start Greg Olson. He hasn't had been perfect recently, but he's still the number one tight end in fantasy, so he should remain in your lineup. Calvin Benjamin, still the perfect wide receiver, 2-3 in your fantasy team. His floor is seven fantasy points. He saw 12 targets last week and 14 against the Saints in week six, so hopefully he will get a touchdown, which he hasn't had since week four, and be – delicious for you. Um, as far as sleepers, Tekken Jr. and Devin Funches have a decent chance this week if you're in a deep league. Um, Funches had the best game out of the wide receivers against the Saints in week six and last week against the Chiefs. So if I'm picking one, I'm going with Funchess. Um, and the Carolina defense, obviously on the bench against Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick minute to thank this week's sponsor, Hello Fresh. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking fun, easy, and convenient. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novice to seasoned home cooks short on time. I just made the Indian-inspired eggplant dish actually this evening. Um, My husband's out of town, and uh, I made it for my kids seven year old tomorrow and my four year old and they loved it. Um very, very yummy. Mm-hmm. So it was really good. Um I love eggplant. I forget that. I never make it. when I have it and I'm like, ooh, this is good. That and that's why you me. get these boxes. I know, right? It does. But mm-hmm. they teach you a perfect way to to grill it up in the oven and it was just it was really good.
1: Mm. I liked I like it too that you're like expanding their little palettes.
0: Oh, well, my kids are good eaters. They love that, you know, and they love, It had red peppers in it and peppers are like their favorites.
1: Mm. Hmm. I had the uh, Argentine spice steak tonight with my hubby and it was delicious. I love, I, I'm on a steak fix right now. I've been really into it lately. So I was so excited. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, my big thing is that it's also really healthy. So I've been using the, my Pal app and, and the Fitbit that I'm trying to, trying to get out there and walk. It's so hard on days like today when I was working like crazy. Um, uh, but it's nice, you know, because I don't have to worry about like how healthy is, this meal, what have you, the calories, everything's on the box. So they have meat, vegetarian, and family options. You can get three, four, or five meals a week. There's new recipes every week. You can pick and choose. It's pretty fun.
2: Nice. Yeah. I'm jealous. I'm traveling. So I'm, I'm out of luck. But I always feel so bad when I'm traveling because, you know, we tried to meal prep at our house. And so when I'm gone, I just kind of let my husband fend for himself. So when our hello fresh box showed up, he's like, uh-huh. oh, it's like, hallelujah, Aww. food that he, he can make like go in the grocery store. So it was uh, a very welcome uh, delivery at our house.
0: And it literally doesn't take long at all. No. Like, it really doesn't. Yeah. I get intimidated uh, The ingredients I'm unfamiliar with. But everything is explained nicely to you, so it's awesome. So HelloFresh sources, the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantity needed so there's no food waste. And they employ a full-time registered dietitian who reviews each recipe to ensure its nutritional balance. Wish I had one of those at home. That's mm-hmm. why you get this. And we have a special for you for $35 off your first week of deliveries. Visit HelloFresh.com and enter her FFB when you subscribe. This is the perfect way to eat healthy while you're, you know, pressed for time during the holidays. Again, go to HelloFresh.com and enter her FFB for $35 off of your first week of meals. Try it, it's delicious. Yum. Um, yum. All right, on to the one o'clock Eastern games, Pittsburgh Steelers, four and five of the Cleveland Browns. Oh, and
2: this ten. should also be yum. Yum. <laughs> for at least one well, side.
1: <laughs> it's crazy that the Pittsburgh Steelers have a losing record. Today, for whatever reason, you know. when I was going through the outline,
0: I was noticing everyone's records. It just really stuck They're- out to me now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Nobody is, nobody is, like the best this year. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was actually talking to our parents about this with uh, the LA Rams because they're four and five. I'm like, well, they're four and five, so they know that they're out of playoffs. I was like, everybody's four and five. Everybody's four and five. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Everybody's got weird, weird records.
1: Although I think we can empirically say the Pittsburgh Steelers are better than the Rams, at least on offense.
2: Yeah. And than, than the,
0: Browns. the Browns. Record is a record.
1: That's, that's right. That's- you are your record. Um, you want to start, uh, well, everyone, it's a great matchup for everyone. So you play Le'Veon Bell, you play Antonio Brown, you play Ben Roethlisberger. But I do want to point out, though, that with Harris, uh, Darius hayward Bay and Marcus Wheaton and Sammy Coates injured, uh, you have to consider Eli Rogers. He was 6 of 10 for 103 yards in Week 9, 4 of 5 for 42 yards and a touchdown in Week 10. The Browns have allowed eight touchdowns to wide receivers in the last five weeks. So I know a lot of people think they're just going to run, 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 but when you can score touchdowns like that with wide receivers, you're going to throw the ball too. Ladarius Green caught three of his four targets uh, last week for 30 yards. Uh, He only played in 12 snaps, so that's a lot of targets for the 12 snaps, but he didn't look great, and now he's on the injury report again for a
0: knee injury. Uh, Supposedly isn't serious, (laughs) but I just... Like, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, you can see Ashley shaking her head back and forth. Like, I, I, I just, am. I, I just want to be like, <sighs> uh oh, greens hurt.
2: Yes, yeah, like Austin's a fairing Somebody say, blew uh, on him. I, I know it's weird. So I just want to. Point I you. feel bad. It's not. Like, it's like it's not a funny matter. It's just like, gosh, come on now. I
1: I don't even know it's what to like, say about him. Uh, just the the analysis is just he's on the injury report and wow. Uh, and then in weird news this week, uh, it, the Steelers came forward and said, whoops, actually, Sam McCose has been playing with two broken fingers since week five. Uh, that could it explain might impact how he drops
2: in the <laughs> caches there.
1: Hmm? I was like, what?
0: How do they what? not have to
2: how
1: do they not have to report those injuries? I don't know. And not only that, but he was playing in the majority of the snaps. Now, I'm assuming that the reason they were doing that is because they wanted him there as like a decoy so that it looked like they had other people on the field or what have you. But very bizarre. uh, (laughs) I I think that you can, in normal redraft leagues, I think he's
2: borderline droppable. I mean, how are his fingers even going to repair the way they should? I don't don't know. Anyway, weird stuff. We used to tape up our fingers all the time. In
0: volleyball, granted, I'm not catching something, I'm just hitting with it. But if Jason Pierre Paul can play without fingers, Sammy Coates can play with a couple broken ones. Truth.
2: Slightly different position and skill set needed there. I mean, your, your hands are kind <laughs> of like your money maker as a receiver,
0: slightly
2: different slightly. stuff.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, right, on let's, to the let's get to Better
0: news to the Browns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way better. Way
1: better. Uh, best matchup for the Browns is actually the run game. Now, Isaiah Cruel has not rushed for over 29 Ooh. yards since week seven. No. Hugh Jackson did say that he wants to get back to the run game, but this is the same Hugh Jackson who benched Cody Kessler for zero reasons in a primetime game when they actually had a chance to win. I'm still not over you it. I was
2: like, you can't get past it. I can't.
1: I can't get past it. Well, and Josh McCown went to the White House. This week so
2: now do you feel bad brandon
1: no i i adore josh mccown i just don't adore throwing people into the game mid
0: stride just I really wanted no josh McCown to come in and do well and he did not he didn't n- not yeah. yeah
2: brandon can't get past it i'm looking forward to your tweets on tomorrow night Brandon. i really am or sorry sunday this is not a thursday night game yeah. Usually,
1: well, yeah, yeah, I usually send out the freaky dig tweets on Thursday though. Thursday night's always when something weird happens. So you're right. And I kind of freak out. I'm like, what's going on? Anyway, um, hard to trust anyone. Uh, Terrell Pryor is is the tops of all the maybes on this team. He has six mm-hmm. He has six or more targets in all but one game this season, no matter who's under center. Pittsburgh is tough and only gives up the fourth fewest fantasy points to opposing wide receivers, but still, I mean, he does get the volume. Duke Johnson is in a decent matchup. The Steelers actually are soft against receiving running backs, uh, but he only has two games with double digit fantasy points in uh, standard scoring. I just he's so dicey. Corey Coleman, talented, but tough to get anything going in this offense and then the bench gary barnage the thrill is gone baby one the catch is gone. Mm. So. A, it's so sad one
0: hit
2: wonder so sad. not really do you know that
0: him and the angela
2: him. williams are like besties i did uh, not know that. Do you know that no he was in his uh wedding he was a groomsman in his wedding mm.
1: oh actually they mm. do they do that uh charity together
2: the football the walking, without borders walking dead wedding Yep, the walking dead He so He's part of it. So good.
0: We all wish we were. Uh yeah. yes. All right. Baltimore Ravens, five and four. Surprising that they have a winning record at the Dallas Cowboys, eight and one. All right, those Ravens, the start. Uh, Steve Smith Sr. has had seven targets in each of his last two weeks, including a touchdown and each uh and a two point conversion. So it's not a bad matchup, not a bad play this week. Uh, Mike Wallace isn't a bad play as well. A little bit more risky now that Smith is back, but there is room for him to get some fantasy points. I mean, both Brown and Rodgers, Eli Rodgers, that is, had double digits last week against the Ravens. So, uh, Sleepers, Rashad Perryman had his first, be- his best game, I should say, of his NFL career was 64 yards and a touchdown. Perryman cites, yep. he's there, guys. He's alive. Uh, very risky, but he is out there. So I don't expect this to be a long-term thing, though. It just happens to be the matchup.
2: I did not see Harba shouting from the rooftops, so. though.
0: No. 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 There's no shouting. Um, on the bench, Joe Flacco uh, had a great game last week despite throwing two interceptions. Uh, listen, it, it was the second game over 16 fantasy points. He is too low of a floor to ever be trusted. We have to move on. We have to just, you know, just don't even stream him. Uh Terrence West ran 21 times last week but only managed 65 rushing yards. Ooh. And the Cowboys give up the fifth fewest fantasy points to running backs, so I think there are better options out there this week. And by the way, Kenneth Dixon ran just 6 times but for 38 yards and caught 5 of his 7 targets for 42 yards. So you're in a deep league and he's still available, I would pick up Kenneth Dixon. Uh, Dennis Pitta continues to be awful. Caught all six targets, but for only 26 yards. And still no touchdowns on this. What game. is up with this guy? He's awful. He's Pitta. bad. He's a Pitta. It's he's been a this Pitta way the for fool. years, my friend Yeah. Years. He is the Sammy Coates of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's just a decoy. Uh, and do you remember uh, Kamar Aiken at your draft? Yep. Oh. yep. Uh, the Ravens don't. And you should not know. So go ahead and drop that guy. Drop away. Cowboys. Oh.
1: oh, yeah. Do we want to talk about the Cowboys? I don't know. Kind <laughs> depressing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing pretty well. Uh, let's put it that way. So, um... I totally messed up my notes. Oh, here we go. Tony Romo. Mm. I don't know if you guys sure. saw the press conference. Single
0: tier emoji. Single tier emoji, it? probably.
1: <laughs> probably. <laughs> we Manic were discussing Depressive. emoji. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we're discussing emojis. Ends up, uh,
0: I. All of contain, us are wrong about all of the meetings.
1: We contain <laughs> too. I contain too much empathy and uh, taking emojis too far. They're really really just hard work emojis when I thought they were about depression.
2: Yeah. The one with like single tear on its head, Brian's like, well, that's a depressed emoji. And we're like, oh, really? Oh. And I was like, I thought they were just like having a hot flash. And then she she made me think I was crazy. And then we look it up and it's hard work emoji with a sweat tear. Uh, That
1: doesn't make any sense. It's very depressed. I think we're like 50-50
2: on that one. I don't know. For 50-50. I'm gonna give the full streaming tear emoji to Tony Romo. (laughs) Yeah, full stream. Yeah, so
0: watch his press conference, it's sad, and then move on. And then it's the best, and then show your children. That's how, uh, you know, real competitors.
2: Although I felt really bad because we just did an interview <laughs> and, it, and part of my, like, who should be permanently benched? And I was like, Tony Romo. I am fearful for his life. I am fearful for his health. And I felt really bad because at this point he wasn't on the bench anymore. I thought he was still going to come back. And then
0: this was announced. I was like, ah, oh, now I feel like a jerk. It's perfect that you said that. Yeah, it's very. I picked OJ Simpson. You picked Blackie. Tony Romo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of empathy. Yeah. <laughs> i thought it was
0: a
2: hot flash emoji brand clearly <laughs> i'm lacking i said greg hardy
0: <laughs> I said tony romo.
2: in my original write-up i had tony romo uh somebody else and then i said elijah Wood because in oh, my yeah. opinion elijah Wood should be benched for life as well for just obvious reasons And by obvious, there is no obvious reason I have complete unfound hate for Elijah Wood. For no reason.
0: Well, you can can read all of our silly responses on uh, relish.com, where we did the interview with the ladies there, so... Good stuff. But back to the back to the Cowboys. Yeah. All right. Let's it's
1: Elliot, obviously. Although Baltimore does give up the absolute fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs, that probably means he's gonna be more in the twelve to fourteen point range instead of the thirty point range. So sorry. Sorry, not, sorry. not uh, sorry. They give up the seventh fewest points to opposing quarterbacks, although Prescott is an incredibly high 17 point floor in standard scoring hmm. and a 24 point ceiling. Hmm. I'm nice to play him anyway. And then mm-hmm. Des has been back for three games. One was a bust, but it's sandwiched by two games with 100 plus yard performances So, and touchdowns. So I guess you got to play him. Guess and, him. Uh, sleepers, the Baltimore's defense is better than you think. Uh, Beasley was terrible last week, he caught five of his nine uh, targets for 33 yards. It was just when I convinced people to start him. Sorry. You missed out on all the good weeks. <laughs>
2: It yeah. was good. It was you good. You missed out all season and then you yeah. play him and we're like, <laughs> you him and it's like,
1: whatever. Uh, and then Jason Witten had another big week of targets. And week nine, he caught eight of his 10 targets for 134 yards and a touchdown. Last week, he caught six of his eight targets for only 59 yards. Baltimore gives up the third fewest fantasy points to opposing tight ends, but the good news is that they're
2: using him. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. Except for Courtney's upset because she was convinced that he was going to drop off because the face rookie of the year
0: use their tight ends. Well, Dak decided not to get the memo until halfway through the season. Cowboys.
1: Poor mm. Dak. It's really not Poor well done for him.
0: Well, now he he's got it. Really the- I mean, he's completely ruined Tony Romo's life, but you know. Love Dak. Courtney,
2: Dak got the TPS report. He's filled in. He's
0: filled in. He to win. <laughs> We're good. Uh, I'm happy. Actually, the Cowboys are doing well. It's exciting. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars two and seven, and the Detroit Lions five and four. Um, not surprised by the Jaguars' record. That's for sure. What a disappointment. Listen, start Allen Robinson. Finally, he's had two nice games in a row. It appears that the Jaguars have figured it out. Switching things up with their coaches has made Allen come back to life. So give the ball, give the man the ball, and that is exactly what they've been doing. Um, so Robinson has been targeted forty times in the last three weeks. That's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. A lot. It's over 13 targets a week, um. So must start sleepers. Listen, Blake Bortles is the worst best quarterback in fantasy. Mm-hmm. I can't get over it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's legit the worst best quarterback. Um, Detroit gives up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks, so I get why it's a possibility you might play him. Um, but here's the deal: the Lions don't get a ton of points either. So, Boreals won't need to, like, fight his way back from, like, a three-touchdown deficit. Um, So, it's kind of risky on whether or not he's going to end up getting you those fantasy points. Um, He might win the game, but is this a week that he's going to be fighting back and get those fantasy points? I don't know. Um, He has had multiple touchdowns in the last three games, so that's a good thing. Marquise Lee has appeared to have um, taken the wide receiver two job as of right now while Hearns is out. Um... I do prefer him over Hearns this week, but it is a risky play. And that dynamic duo, my favorite duo in the NFL. They are so awful. I'm talking about Yeldon and Ivory. Boom. (laughs) Had under six fantasy points in standard leagues. Detroit gives up actually the sixth fewest fantasy points to running back, so it's not a good matchup for them. I would look elsewhere, but, man, they go high together and they go low together. It's not when they go low. The other one goes high. They do no. it together. They do it together. Love it. Lions. It's
1: nice that you can still do some election humor, Courtney. Bernie's right? <laughs> a
0: Michelle Obama of fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michelle's totally offended by you saying that. Detroit <laughs> Lions <laughs>
1: Uh, they are the
0: top of the NFC
1: North. Woo! <laughs> Five and yeah, four. They are.
0: Turn it up. Woo!
1: They're number one. All right uh thea riddick was limited uh with an ankle injury at practice on wednesday but should be fine riddick could be a top 10 option this week the matchup against it. the Jaguars is sweet their defense allows an average of 124 rushing yards per game how are all you uh uh washington fans doing out there
2: yeah where's he been <laughs> huh Tall uh, me i i'm so excited for riddick this week i think he's gonna be fantastic I am yeah. jazzed about Theoretic. Yeah, Theoretic. Are you playing
0: him in the family league? Ashley, I don't are you? Think I have him in the family league. Okay, good. Okay, just want to make Courtney, sure. I I have all. Not am I playing you this week? No, I just wanted to make sure that you know you didn't. No, it's just that. Oh, if you're, you're playing, playing him. Now, I, don't I don't want the life. listeners to play him. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't own him. Okay. I own only like level C players in the family. Okay,
0: good, league. good, good. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: good. Great.
0: Yeah. You guys are all Uh, safe.
1: Thank you. Uh, I have to like the Stafford's coming off the bye, but the Jaguars actually only give up uh, 204 passing yards per game, which is the fourth fewest in the league. And Stafford hasn't been so great at Houston or at Minnesota. Understandable because of the, um, you know, the Matchups, but still worth noting. Uh, the Jaguars gave up the ninth fewest po- fancy points to opposing wide receivers as well. In week six, Tate had nine or more targets in every single outing since week six, as opposed to, oh, and then uh, seven or more catches as well. So a lot of production for Tate, right? As opposed to Marvin Jones, who hasn't had seven or more catches since week two. And that was the only time that happened. Amazing unbelievable
2: remember that hot start my husband dropped him and i can't remember who he picked up for him but i was like what (laughs) he seemed crazy but i think he actually it was a smart move overall yeah i mean if you're in a redraft
1: league and you're you're needing someone now I think that's the way it is. The Jaguars have only allowed one opposing tight end to go for over 60 yards a season. It was Delaney Walker. They did allow a touchdown to Antonio Gates in week two and then two touchdowns last week to Steven Anderson and Ryan Griffin, not C.J. Fodorowitz of Houston.
2: I'll get into that Mm -hmm, later. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh,
1: I'm assuming that's why Ebron is priced so low in DFS formats. But listen, I I mean, let's be honest here. He's a solid option. He's had seven catches in both of his last two games. And in both performances, he went for 79 or more yards. He still only has one touchdown on the season. But I think his volume is pretty
0: legit. PPR, he's borderline a must-start. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they do target him in the red zone. It just doesn't end up working. So it's not like he's not in the play calling when they get down there. It just hasn't happened. Yeah. There you so. go. That's good. Tennessee Titans five and five, the Indianapolis Colts four and five.
2: Marcus Mariota has now entered must start zone. Mm-hmm. Which we did tell oh, yeah. you when we looked at his schedule at the beginning of the season, we're like, do not start Marcus Mariota. We thought that he would start to get better when they hit about mid-season, because his, his schedule just opened up a bit. And we're still in that phase right now where he has a good schedule. So last week he was 19 of 26 for 295 yards, four touchdowns. Four touchdowns, no interceptions. It was a fantastic game. Uh, if I look at the stat that I found on Football Guys, he has thrown multiple touchdown passes in six consecutive games, tying him with the great Warren Moon for the longest streak in franchise history and this was back in 1987 you were two courtney you were two um it's just great and he's been a top five quarterback in the past five games too so if we look at the particular matchup that he's going to be playing against the colts uh the colts go with the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks so this is again another week where you need to be playing marcus Mariota. he should do just fine Now, DeMarco Murray, he rushed 17 times and had 123 yards and a touchdown, which is basically what we've come to basically expect at this point from Murray. Um, He also had two catches for 33 yards on top of that. Now, the Colts give up the ninth most fantasy points to running backs. So, you can pretty much expect the exact same numbers from Murray this week. So, if you're playing someone who has Murray, I'm sorry. It's going to be a bloodbath for you. And I really apologize. He's just, he's going to tear it up.
0: You think he's going to throw a touchdown this week?
2: <laughs> I don't think so. But that was stir fun, wasn't it?
0: That was sure was. Well, yeah, they were just having a blast out there, little, little Titans. There's yeah, nothing you can't
2: do. There's, there's nothing you can't, can't do. It's amazing. But it was not so, I think it was Brandon Marshall and the Jets. Who threw a touchdown too, right? Last week? No. He did something where I literally, I got seven points and then it was taken away from he me. He threw,
0: yeah, he threw a lateral. Because he did that lateral. Yeah. yeah. But
2: he threw a pass yeah. and all of a sudden I was like, oh. yeah, and then boom, nothing. I think i made zero points total last week. And then I was just, yeah, it was it's more, a, hurt, it's more it's hurtful Powell, to tease right? me yeah. to just randomly throw those points on there. And then like, oh, no, 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 I'm going to take it away, Yahoo. Thanks a bunch. Thank Goodbye. you. Um, but let's watch to the t- Tennessee Titans. Delaney Walker, he was on fire last week. Nine catches for 124 yards and a touchdown. He was targeted 11 times, which is a lot. He's on
0: fire. He's the best.
2: And he's got another great matchup this week. So you put that Delaney Walker-Mariota combo together, and it's going to be insane. The Colts got the fifth most fantasy points at tight ends. He should have another wonderful week. And Rashard Matthews doesn't have the best matchup, but it's, it's an okay matchup because the Colts – give up the 15th fewest fantasy points which basically just means they're dead center average defense in their secondary so richard matthews is still a must start in my book as well so really this whole team is basically must starts other than tajay sharp who i know had a decent game with 68 yards but don't do it guys do not fall on that train and think that tajay sharp is back i'm telling you don't do it i didn't even rank him good for you mm-hmm. you didn't even rank him no, way you're not going to, gonna to take
0: fool a me. You're not going to fool me. Who am I going to bump off? Somebody who actually consistently gets points? Or for a guy? No. Mm-mm. Nope, Tajay, bye-bye. All
1: right. Well, with the Colts... Um, Frank Gore got a day off of practice, but he's fine. A lot of these veteran guys that happens, please don't freak out. It's a terrible matchup, though, against Tennessee. They give up the ninth fewest fantasy points to running backs, and uh, people just have to throw to keep up with them, like we just said. They are a stud-muffin offense now. Andrew Luck, Tennessee gives up the 10th most points to quarterbacks, again, because people always pass to keep up. The Colts found the win before the bye at Green Bay by doing it on the ground, but Luck wasn't great. Four games so far this season with 300-plus yards. So, you got to hope for that upside. But um, certainly, this team's inconsistent. So no doubt about it. You're starting T.Y. Hilton. You're starting Dante Moncrief. Tennessee gives up the ninth fewest or ninth most points. I'm sorry, to opposing tight ends. Dwayne Allen did come back last week after his injury. Uh, caught one pass for 15 yards. They're still using Doyle. Doyle got nine targets last week. I'm sticking with him in this good matchup. Um, but certainly I think they're both in sleeper territory, though, just because of the timeshare. Mm. Sad I agree.
0: Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, four and five of the Cincinnati Bengals, three, five and one. Listen, I like Tyrod Taylor this week. I would start him. Call me tell. crazy. He had his best game of the season before his bye with 25.86 fantasy points. He may not be throwing a bunch of touchdowns, but he has ran one in in each of his last three games. So not only has he had three successful games in a row, The Bengals give up the fifth most fantasy points to quarterback. So he's on a hot streak. He's doing it on his own, and he has a great matchup. I like it. LaShawn McCoy is a must start. Robert Woods is listed as questionable, per usual this week with his foot injury, but should be good to go. He had 13 targets and 162 yards the week before their bye. And obviously this is Taylor's main squeeze. You know whose main squeeze isn't? Charles Clay on the bench, a total of 4.4 fantasy points in his last 3 games. We have a quarterback who's having a fantastic time and their tight end isn't doing anything. Just cut the ties guys, cut the ties. Charles Clay's never going to happen. It's gonna happen this week now that I said that out loud. I'm gonna knock on wood. No, it's not. Um, but Mike Gillisley, you guys, he's had a touchdown in four of his last five games. I know McCoy is back, but it does not matter. If you are in a deep league and you just need seven fantasy points. Gillisley is your guy. So just say and fill him in. Fill him in. The Bengals. Okay. So AJ Green,
2: he did get a little bit hurt in the second half of last week's game uh he limped off the sideline but you know he was able to come back uh he did have a limp but for the most part he should be okay now it's a not a great matchup but it's not horrible buffalo is the 13th fewest fantasy points wide receivers by the end of the day it's aj green so you're not benching him unless he's out so you were playing him tyler eifert is classic eifert Uh, only three catches, but for 96 yards, this is what he does. And he tends to usually have like one crazy, huge, big play. And again, that is what he did. So of that 96 yards, 71 yards of it came in one play. (laughs) Sorry, in the first quarter off one play. So um, he started five times. So you can't complain about five targets but as we know tyler Eifert has always been an incredibly huge part of this offense he is back he's going to get better and better each week the more he gets ingratiated into his office and back into his you know chemistry and role that he has with dalton so i'm not worried about that it's not a bad matchup he should be just fine there jeremy hill all i needed was like five more points from him and i would have won thanks for nothing jeremy hill didn't say nothing (laughs) he wasn't that bad I
1: was I thought you I was like what did Jeremy Hill do he wasn't bad
2: he lost me my game brand that's what he did he wasn't horrible (laughs) but he wasn't great either he carried 15 times for 46 yards okay (laughs) and he stumbled into the end zone per usual
0: that's what we love about
2: just there I am but that was really about it he wasn't even targeted at all the entire uh, game in terms of pass. Uh, but what I will say is he has had a touchdown in the past three games. And this just so happens to be his longest streak of consecutive touchdowns in his entire career.
0: Boom, he's on fire, Ashley. Stop on your fire. He's on fire. Three
2: touchdowns in a row. He's 30 yards
0: in a touchdown. 30 fire. yards and a touchdown.
2: So, of course, I had to sit there and be negative Nancy and be like, that is your longest streak in your entire career. I have managed to have him on my team every single – you would think with my hate of him I wouldn't draft him <laughs> yet every year. You do it every year. Andy Hill because I am a glutton for punishment. Um, So I was like, okay, well, how difficult is that? And then I was like, well, you know what? Murray currently has a five-game streak going on right now. And Gordon had a four-game streak at the beginning of the season. So – doesn't seem that hard, but you know what? I'm going to give you props. I'm going to give you props, Jeremy Hill. You have your longest streak going right now, yeah. and let's let's keep it going for four weeks in a row, baby. Let's do it next week. And you know what, guys? Right. It's possible because the Bills give up the 50th most fantasy points to running backs, so there is a chance that he will also trip and fall into the end zone this week. So I'm pretty excited for that. I think it could happen. Giovanni Bernard... Not so productive. Seven rushes for only 17 yards. He only had three catches. And, again, that was for less than 20 yards total for that. So not a fantastic week for him. But I think he should be able to bounce back a little bit this week. Andy Dalton, I will say, while not super impressive of 16 for 29 for 204 yards and a touchdown, he did not implode in a primetime game. And that is all you can ask. Progress. That is progress that is moving forward. (laughs) To me, this was the most encouraging part of the game was that Andy Dalton did not implode in a primetime game. You can feel much better. Now, what I will say is Brandon LaFell, he's been very, very hot and cold. He only had one catch for nine yards last week. I think he's going to come back this week. I have absolutely no statistical reason as to why I think he will do better this week, but I do. (laughs) Great. It's gut feeling. Yeah. That's right. Because you know they're they're trying to make Tyler Boyd apparently, according to Marv Lewis, they're having him watch tape of Randall Cobb. They want him to be their next Cobb. I don't know if that's really going to happen, but I can tell you what LaFelle is still their second, you know, wide receiver. I
0: think he's going to do okay. I feel alright about it. There you go. All I right, started Tampa so Bay- negative and I
2: ended positive, Courtney.
0: You did. Thank you. Ready to bring it home. Tampa Bay Buccaneers four and five at the Kansas City Chiefs seven and two.
2: So Doug Martin is back, back in playing. So here's the thing. So he was basically rehabbing all week. We weren't even sure if he, he was going to play, and then he was going to play, and then we're being told that he's going to be on a snap count. We had heard all week that even though he was practicing and limited in practice, that he didn't really appear to be ready to go. But then he came in. What snap count? He ran 16 times. Grand was only for 33 yards. These, it's, that, it's that right there is Jeremy Hill numbers. But you know what? First game back, I'll take it. And he had a, he had a touchdown. So I feel okay about that. What I don't feel great about is he's now good up against the Chiefs to get the 14th fewest fantasy points. Again, not a horrible matchup, but also not great. Great especially because it is a good matchup for the wide receivers on this team, which is going to play a little bit more into that Jameis Winston-Mike Evans play here. So Evans, not his best week last week, 4 or 5 for 66 yards. But the Chiefs give the ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers. I think he's going to be completely fine to plug in this week. I think he's going to redeem himself. I know you're angry at him uh, because I think it's one of our serious XM polls, right? Everybody thought that Mike Evans was going to have the absolute most points. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't work out. Sorry, guys. we no. did
0: Shark. Kendrick West mm-hmm. last two weeks ago, totally yep. bombed. Mike Evans, bomb. We mm. you know what it's, we should do. Uh, we should almost pull like whoever can't... is in that poll. Seriously. To I was say, 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 Tweet it out. Hey, this guy Talk. won in the poll, which means do not play. Don't it's do it. It's
2: almost like you can't rely on the polls.
0: Mm. <laughs> So many yeah. election shows. Touche. Touche.
2: It's, it's weird. It's weird. Anyway. Well you uh, can if
1: you're looking for the popular vote.
2: That's true. <laughs> well technically that is a popular vote, but you gotta rely on the Courtney uh gut check? No. Gut check. I'm blanking our end of our, our bold predictions or whatever at the very end of the show that Courtney destroys us on every week. Oh yeah. Every week. Yeah. That's much more accurate. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Evans will bounce back. He will bounce back then uh, this week, Cameron break. Cause we've been talking about him over and over and over and over again. And this is somebody that is still not owned in a lot of leagues. He had catch all of his seven targets for 84 yards and a touchdown. This is somebody that Jameis Winston is looking for. He loves going to this guy. He is dependable for him. Go get Cameron Brait. It's not a great matchup. The Chiefs give the fourth fewest fantasy points. But you know what? I think it's going to be fine. I, this is, again, somebody that Winston is targeting. I think that Brate will do just fine this week, despite the fact it looks like a bad matchup on paper. I think you can still play him. Jameis Winston, 312 yards. He's doing great. Two touchdowns. is a good matchup for him this week. Again, nothing I'm too concerned about. He is a full go play. I feel pretty good about this entire team, to be honest with you. Uh, maybe Doug Martin. Boom. Chiefs. Travis Kelsey, you are a nightmare, my friend. A nightmare. 31 right. yards, if only three catches. One step did, up. One step up from the you have to start him and this is the most frustrating part is that you still have to start Travis Kelsey and he can literally get you just three points in a week and you just need to accept that about him. You need to make sure that you are building your players up and look at what you're projected to do this week and make sure that you put in a few boom players if you are a Travis Kelsey owner anticipate, and this might be a three point week. Granted, it's a middle of the pack defense. Tampa Bay at the fourteenth most fantasy points at the end of the season. But I'm telling you, you need to set your lineup to not assume that you're going to get what is always the projected between seven and eight points for Travis Kelsey. Plan plan accordingly. Right now, because I'm telling you it's it is not the best. What I will tell you is you could play Kyra Santos though. He made all four of his field goals. In a week that has seen some uh, shift in kickers, which we'll talk about later, he is someone that you could definitely uh, put in your lineup. Jeremy Macklin was out of practice on Wednesday, so make sure you watch your injury report to see what's going on with him. But Tyree Kill, which all of us told you that you should play last week, did amazing 89 yards off Ty 10. It was just, he was great. <laughs> Tampa Bay gives up the second most points to fi- uh, wide receivers. I don't think Macklin's going to be a go this week. So that means you are playing Tyreek Hill again this week and he should do really, really, really well. There Ty is freak. rumor. <laughs> there's rumors <laughs> that the chiefs may be going away from Alex Smith and they are evaluating to see if at the end of this year, what they're going to do then there's the talk about Nick Foles, but again, what does Nick Foles really prove to warrant Stop it. the switch? It is ludicrous. I'm just hopeful that we're not. This isn't going to affect the team at all. Um, so keep your eye on that because sometimes it does kind of create some weird locker room discourse. But I, we're, we should be okay. I'm hoping this is just complete rubbish and that this isn't an impact on the locker room. May but I ask Spencer a question? Where? Isn't
1: that crazy? We were just talking about all these terrible, terrible uh, records. They're seven and two, and they're going to switch their quarterback. And the, the, this is the kind of conversation. Oh my gosh. Having. When
2: was the last time that Alex Same Smith the had a, a winning record, and some random quarterback comes in and steals his job? That would never happen. No. Oh, wait. And
1: karma wouldn't stop the Niners in the Super Bowl and having an actual blackout or anything. Right. Yep. Right. No. I'm just I'm saying. telling you, karma. If I was Alex karma. Smith. I
2: wouldn't be sitting there going, I'm seven and two, I'm safe. It's happened to him before. Just saying, it's happened to him before. Okay. I just hope this isn't going to freak out and it's not going to affect this team because they don't need it. They are doing well. They have a good chance of winning the entire AFC West. I don't. I mean, as a Broncos fan, I don't want to admit that, but there's a chance. So um, I just hope it's not the situation. Now, Spencer Ware also did not have a great game. It wasn't a horrible game either. I think he's going to bounce back this week. Tampa Bay, you can run on Tampa Bay all you want. So I think he's going to
0: come back, and you can feel much better about Spencer Ware. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about those Chicago Bears and the New York Giants. All right, the Bears, two and seven against the Giants, six and three. Guess what? Alshon Jeffrey is out of here. All right, I Dumb thought it was going to be because of injury, but not the case. Wow. Uh, the reason why he hasn't gotten injured is because he's taking illegal substances to make sure that his. Um, Inflammation doesn't reoccur or act up where he can't play. So, sorry, uh, Jeffrey owners. It's not sad. It's not responsible, is what it is. Four games suspended. He's out. Wow. Jay Cutler is crying. He has the tears, the stream emojis going on. It's working hard. Um, it's working hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The working, it's working, working hard, emoji. Hard. Yep, yep. Um, so what does this mean for the rest of the team? Well, you can start Cameron Meredith, he had a few quiet weeks, um, but he did have 50 yards and a touchdown off of one reception last week. So, you know, Jay Color doesn't have a choice, he has to throw to this dude, and he. Meredith pretty much proved that you throw it to me and I'll make this happen. Um, but he is getting Eddie Royal back who is Cutler's favorite. Uh, so it's a it's kind of a sneaky play this week. If you're in an, if in a pinch for a wide receiver um, and more bad news, Jordan Howard insists that he did not get injured last week, even though John Fox said that he either injured his ankle or his Achilles tenant.
2: This is a bad situation there. Yeah, are, it those really are pretty is. bold injuries. Yeah. Achilles tendon. You don't just throw at Achilles tendon and someone's like, Oh no, no, I'm totally fine. Yeah. No.
0: Well he was no. like, What? What yeah, no, he's uh, like, That's I'm fine. I've not hurt. Um, I mean John Fox
2: can be full of Well, yeah. it was the same where Mike I Evans he said is. he didn't have a concussion. I'm like, well, that though they have concussion
1: protocol and they're they're very just, they're very cautious. But when it comes to it, it, you have to be it. Right. But but haven't you seen the
2: movie? I have not seen the movie yet, Corny. You've told me multiple times to see the movie, and at some point, I will see the movie. (laughs) But come on.
0: Yeah. Well, this is the same. You need to keep an eye on him throughout the week. We'll update you on Saturday night on our SiriusXM XM show. Um, 9 to 11 Eastern um, on how he is doing, but definitely together. keep an eye on him before you put him in your lineup. Zach Miller, what? what? Moving on. Jay Cutler is the best quarterback ever. He didn't even make it to six fantasy points last week. Mm. It was amazing. It was, it was So gorgeous. many people were so high
1: on him. They were like, this is going to be the week to stream Jake.
2: Well, we were high on him, too. Well, yeah. Like it, crazy was, high. it was we, totally were. we thought he was going to do well.
0: Color is awful though. But we've all learned now. Yeah, he's still Cutler. He goes into the Tannehill category. Just don't even own him. Don't even put him on your bench because you you don't want that moment. One time out of the 12 Mm. games that he actually blows up. It's not worth it. Uh, (laughs) The Giants are okay, Uh, just okay defending all the other positions, but they're the best at quarterbacks. They give up the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. So even if you were tempted, With him losing his number one wide receiver, possibly an injured running back. And his name ends in Cutler. Don't do it. The matchup is bad. Giants. All
1: right. Eli Manning, mediocre yards, lots of touchdowns, lots of interceptions. That's his game.
2: That's what he does. What he
1: does. 257 yards, four touchdowns and two interceptions in week nine. In Week 10, 240 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. Uh, you know, I, the Bears are mediocre against quarterbacks. It doesn't matter. This is what he does. This is Eli Manning. You signed up for this. Luckily,
0: you are going against Jay Collar, who's going to be giving you great field position. Right. Um, so that is good. It's good. Yeah, and we'll see if maybe this,
1: oh, he has an Achilles, is John Fox's way to, for whatever reason, get John, Jordan Howard off the field. I mean, who knows? These people are crazy. Anyway, uh, always Odell. Hi, Odell. Chicago gives up the absolute most points to opposing wide receivers and standard scoring, so... So, for that reason, I'm also looking at Sterling Shepard, Victor Cruz, if he comes back. He's still listed as questionable. Uh, And then Chicago gives up the fourth fewest points to running backs. Perkins is getting more time, but Rashad Jennings is still getting more looks, I'm trying to avoid this at all human cost. And uh, Will Ty is getting more targets, seven in week nine, eight in week ten. He still has no touchdown, and he only has one game of more than 50 yards. But the usage is going up, so I wouldn't mind stashing him for the future.
2: Um. Do you think that the Bears have an Achilles injury for Howard because they still need to reserve the thumb injury for Cutler down the road?
0: That's what I was gonna say. You'd yeah, think it'd be a thumb injury something.
2: again. Yeah, we can't yeah. have two guys with random thumb injuries.
0: It you is... can't like randomly have an Achilles injury. Like that's sure not like a random injury. Sure, you can. I don't know. Anyway, John Fox injuries slash benching players. Mm-hmm. Arizona Cardinals four four and one at the Minnesota Vikings five and four. Man, they started off so hot five and zero. Oh. What happened?
1: Yeah, the De- terribleness. Uh, 2016 is, happened. Yeah, 2016. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. right um, anymore. I know. Um, it's a bad matchup for the Cardinals. It's a bad matchup on both sides. I think this is just yeah. going to be a defensive. It'll be a beautiful defensive game for people that love defenses. You're still going to start David Johnson, though, because who the heck would not start David Johnson? And Larry I love you, Larry. Larry! Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to miss Beautiful. that guy. He's never going to retire.
1: I, I, you know, Calvin uh, Johnson's on Dancing with the Stars right now. I can't watch it. I'm, I'm still too upset.
0: Oh, I won't watch that.
2: Well, they say that he may – the theory is he'll retire when Carson Palmer retires because he just doesn't have the energy for a new quarterback. But I'm like, man, please no, stick around. Because I feel like he's got more in him than Carson Palmer.
1: He's playing at an elite level right now. It's really fun to watch. Uh, Messy situation with the rest of the wide receivers, though, to be entirely honest. John Brown, Michael Floyd, and J.J. Nelson. And actually, they re-signed Jerron Brown, too. (laughs) So... Just have to laugh. Um, JJ Nelson blew it last week. He finally got the starting opportunity. Two fumbles, horrible. Uh, and then Floyd had a great game. He caught five of his six tar- targets for 101 yards. Um, but he's not playing in a lot of snaps. Still, I still think that his usage is very weird in. Uh, week in and week out. So, And the Vikings get up the second fewest points wide receivers, so it's not great anyway. And third fewest points to quarterback. He's up and down. Carson Palmer has more uh, – has uh, five performances of under 15 fantasy points so far on the season. Five. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> it's, it's a
0: with be with the bye. Really with be really the
1: bye. That means over half of his games have been for less than 15 points. points.
0: No, that's not the record you want to have. No, it's not what we like. Mm-hmm. All right, Ashley, how about the Vikings?
2: I mean, I'm not feeling a whole lot better than Brandon feels about the Cardinals uh, on this matchup. So I'll start with a little news. Blair Walsh, who missed yet another mm. extra point, It was painful. I just felt so bad for this guy. Yeah, Uh, he was cut this week. They they signed Kai Forbath. It's just brutal. There's even comments that they never quite rebounded from last year when he missed in the play. You know, yeah. Oh my bad. bad. um, Oh my god. I I literally stopped mid. I I stopped mid sentence. Yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh. This is exactly why. You know the, the lonesome kicker with Jim Carrey. What's the movie? Oh my goodness!
1: No, it was on Saturday Night Live. It was Adam Sandler.
2: No,
0: no, it's the, pet the detective.
1: Oh, it's you're talking about that. Detective. Well, there, there is a song called "The Lonesome Kicker" by Adam Sandler. Yes, on, it is. Like, yeah, it's it's Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Ventura, and Jim Carrey.
2: But I, but right. that that's that's a uh, Einhorn. It is. I know it's Einhorn, but I'm saying that's why the movie is like was you that moment is what I think. Like when I think of Blair Walsh in that moment, I immediately think of the scene with Einhorn and the woman with the little eyes, you know. And I'm just like, oh my (laughs) god, oh my god, it's it's (laughs) it's like it's like traumatic for me. (gasps) Laces were out. Laces were out. I would never want to be a kicker. It is that moment is awful. It's awful. But anyway, really sad news there. And then to add to the sad news, which makes me feel not great about the status of the team in general, is that the offensive tackle, Jake Long, he had a real Achilles injury, Courtney. A real one, Mm -hmm. because he was placed on IR. He has to have surgery. Anytime one of your offensive linemen and a very prominent person on this team falls to injury, it completely changes the dynamic of this team. And not only is this bad news for what is already at this point a struggling running game, but then you've got Sam Bradford, who is also a very breakable player. Every time he gets touched, I get nervous, too. So I, I don't feel great about that. What I will say is that Stefan Diggs had an amazing game last week. He caught five catches for 102 yards. I'm sorry. in just – sorry. Five catches for 102 yards. In the second quarter, total of 13 for 164. He was great. Of course, he comes out this great week, but now he's going up against Patrick Peterson, which is not great news because he's fantastic. And Bruce Arians has already said that he will be shadowing stuff on Diggs. It's not even a question. He will be on him, man-to-man coverage. And Arizona gives up the fifth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So that's not great. I do think that Stefan Diggs will still be able to produce for you. I just want to temper your expectations that this is not going to be the best game that he's ever had by any means. Then you've got Sam Bradford, who was 31 of 40 for 307 yards. He had a good game and two touchdowns. But Arizona gives up the fifth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. And the fact that we've got one of his linemen that went down, this immediately affects that quarterback. So I'm very nervous about that. Um, Kyle Rudolph had a great game He's 5 of 8 for 69 yards and a touchdown But Arizona gives up the absolute fewest points to tight end So it's not even as if there's a good matchup on that end um, I don't know. It's it's just rough It is really really rough and it doesn't get any better as the Cardinals give up the second fewest fantasy points to running backs And if you look at their production last week It is pitiful and is similar to what the week before, before was where McKinnon only ran for six times for a total of 16 yards but nine times for only 13 yards. And then you got Ronnie Hillman that we were nervous was now going to be part of this three-headed running back committee. And he only had four carries for two yards. Two yards. Now, Asiata did at least get the touchdown. So if you're going to go with any of the three here, you're going to go Asiata because he is at least the one that they tend. He's more of their power back that's going to get those goal line looks. So go with Asiata out of the three if you can. But again, horrible, horrible matchup. There's not a single person on this team that has a good matchup this week. If you can look elsewhere, please do. We're very much so temper your expectations.
0: Wow. Miami Dolphins, 5-4, and four, the Los Angeles Rams, 4-5. and five. Those Dolphins, listen, must start defense. It's crazy to say, but the Rams give up <laughs> the second-most fantasy points to opposing defenses, and that was before they put in rookie Jared Goff. Before!
2: Are you excited?
0: I'm excited oh. to go. Let's do this.
2: I'm Let's excited. But at the same time, I agree with Courtney. Like, oh, yeah, you're starting Miami defense, baby. Oh, oh yeah, God. you're starting Miami yeah. defense. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is
0: like the young Josh <laughs> McAllen coming in. It's beautiful. Love it. Ryan Tannehill. Um, yeah, Ryan Tannehill. This is good. This is good. <laughs> Uh, although it might not be that low scoring of a game if you think about it, because they're gonna be throwing interceptions on their own side. So they don't have to throw that, you know, get that many yards to get a touchdown. So it might be higher scoring than you think. Um hmm. listen, although this year of the rookie quarterback has been fabulous, I expect Goff to throw several interceptions this week. So uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Jay Jay, you know, last week. I joked about Ajayi going down in fantasy points every week. And it was a joke because he ended up in like with 19 fantasy points. Last week he got eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not good. Uh, but listen, they're still giving him the ball. Adam Gaze has made it very clear that they are a run first uh, um offense. So you can keep playing him. It's You know, it's fine. He'll bounce back. Uh, you know, we can't blame Adam Gaze for wanting to be a run-first offense when you have Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback. As for the wide receivers, Landry and Stills are questionable and were limited in practice Wednesday. Stills had a decent game with 47 yards and a touchdown off of two receptions. Um, not bad for his standard leagues. He hasn't had two nice games in a row, so I wouldn't risk it with mm. Stills. Moving on to Landry, he continues to be awful. He did catch all six of his targets, but only for 53 yards. No bueno. He only has one touchdown in the season, and that was in week three. So if you're going to play any of these wide receivers against the Rams that give up the eighth fewest fantasy points wide receivers, I think it's Devontae Parker. He saw the most targets last week out of all three of them, and of the five receptions, he had 103 yards. So I think Parker, who I have yet to tell you to start, is the one to start this week. And, of course, Ryan Tannehill is on the bench. Duh. The Rams starting. None. Well, you can play their defense as well. Okay? LA Rams defense you can play. Moving on to sleepers. Todd Gurley does it again. Man, he is consistent. A solid seven fantasy points. It's not what you drafted nope. him in the first round for. But now that you have him. You're getting seven fantasy points, hopefully, in that flex position because ex- that's exactly where he should be. He hasn't had a game over 100 yards. I don't need to tell Gurley owners that. They know. They know. Shh. It's going okay. to be okay. why. It's going to be okay. It hurts to put Brett in this sleeper column because he's basically the only good thing working for the Rams uh, offense. But it's a good matchup. But he does have Jared Goff as his quarterback this week. Hmm. Mm. It's a little risky. A little risky. Yeah. Uh, and obviously golf is on the bench. The coaching staff is just desperate, which is weird because everybody's four and five, like the Rams, but to each their own, to each their own. Don't make the same mistake, people. You're not that desperate. I know you're not. New England Patriots, seven and two, the San Francisco 49ers, one and eight.
1: Oh, the Patriots. Am I right? You're right. right. You're right. Seahawks are a good defense. So that didn't work out very well for a lot of them last week. But you know what? That's fine. It's a good game. It was interesting. That was the first time Tom Brady had uh, not scored a passing touchdown uh, in three years. If you remove week 17, where they always pull him.
0: Wow. That's nuts. Yeah.
1: Uh this week they play San Francisco, so let's uh, watch Brady fix that. I don't think he's <laughs> I don't think he's too happy about losing a primetime game at home uh, to anyone, let alone the Seattle Seahawks. So uh hmm, here we go. Revenge. Here we game. go. This is called just um, picking on someone that's not your own size, but uh, that's fine. It's a glorious matchup for LeGarrette Blunt. I don't care if Dion Lewis comes back or not, which, by the way, thanks, Belichick, for trolling us per usual. Mm. Yep. Uh, so check those injury reports with still Blunt is the man. And Martellus Bennett is a great play. Why? Rob Gronkowski suffered a chest injury last week. Now, at first they said that they it punctured his lung. Um, but it was interesting because a friend of mine, Mike Tagliere from Pro Football Focus, his wife is a, a nurse, and she was like, no, he didn't. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just telling you the news. What do you mean? <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't know if your significant others do this, but mine does this too. I'll be like, well, this happened. He's like, no. I'm like, uh, this is my job. <laughs> like everyone saw yeah, yeah. the no it's like uh... but anyway she ended up being right so her whole point was the, the only way that he would have a punctured lung is if he broke a rib and they would have said that he had a rib injury not a lung injury and that you know, the lung is one of the parts of the body that actually repairs the fastest so she thinks it's just a one week thing uh, and ended up she was right so it was not a punctured lung and Adam Schefter came out and uh,
2: is she a nurse
1: readjusted? or just She's, like
2: all over WebMD
1: no, no, she's a nurse. She's a, okay. <laughs> she's a, she's a, she's a
0: Google.com
2: medical professional. Hey, nice. we have all been she there. I have been diagnosed her- with cancer at least oh, once yeah. a month on yeah. a WebMD. No, I that call that my first child the check.
0: Google baby. hmm Yeah. What? Oh, What's yeah. that? Google it.
2: Google it. Well, yeah. That's good news. Just one week. Yeah.
1: But you guys, Martellus Bennett is fantastic. He's, he's yeah, really it's good. Not like he, yeah. Yeah. It's not like this is a step down i mean it is i mean no one's rob gorkowski but um you probably don't own both of them but last week he caught all seven of his targets for 102 yards uh prior to that he has multiple Mm -hmm. big time performances this is not a big deal and you gotta like it so um also you know hey this is a reminder time to pick up your handcuffs And there are some handcuffs that are not at the running back position. One of them would be Martellus Bennett, who's probably owned at this point. But if you're a Gronk owner, gosh, you really want to go get him. Um, You know, again, this is when you get like the Kenneth Dixon's and the Derrick Henrys and what have you, because you would rather have that than someone that's like mediocre that you're only playing out of desperation. You know, yeah. If you're going for the playoffs, this is the time. Sleepers there is going to be always be a
0: Browns. There always be a Browns. <laughs> <in the laughs> That's right. You'll, you'll find Duke. <laughs> you'll find Duke Johnson somewhere. I'm sure. Somewhere, yeah.
1: Uh, Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, and Danny Amendola are dart throws. And yes, only one touchdown, no hundred yard game. Julian Edelman is now a dart throw.
0: You heard me. Boom, 49ers. This should be short.
2: So there's no handcuffs on this team, guys. There's absolutely no reason <laughs> for you to go out there and try to find your handcuff from this team. Maybe, maybe on Harris, but um, I can't bring myself to give you any must starts on this team. I just can't yet. But I'm willing.
0: Yeah, in week 11.
2: I well, yeah, well. I think it know. just is what it is. So, but bye. I'm willing to maybe concede, and this this hurts my soul. That you could maybe play Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I know. You That's can, So
0: true. Oh, I
2: hate myself. I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. But
0: mom calls him the most selfish man in football because she is Carlos Hyde. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> and he's um, the I, only one that can mom, rock the Where'd that come that from? <laughs>
2: um. Well, I mean, he was 17 of 30 for 210 yards and one touchdown nothing to write home about uh in week 10 but then he also rushed 10 times and and was able to get 55 yards so and he got a touchdown so yeah he's that doing okay he's had about. two he's had two back to back weeks over 20 points we can't say that about a lot of quarterbacks and oddly enough the patriots give up the ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks so there's a chance that he could do well this week Now, granted, he did get some help from his wide receivers, and I don't know if you know chicken before the egg. Did the wide receivers just playing better, or is Colin Kaepernick playing better? Either way, we just have to be okay with it and say, you know what, if you need to stream somebody, um, you know maybe you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, and you need to find someone with him on bye. I'm kidding. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I, I do really think that you could maybe play Colin Kaepernick, and I do hate myself before that. Now, what's frustrating is we don't still know what's going on with these wide receivers because this was the week of Jeremy Curley, who had seven catches for 71 yards and a touchdown. He looked great, um, but not a great matchup. The Patriots get the 10th fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. And then you've got Carlos Hyde, who apparently, you know, hopefully mom wasn't playing him. He rushed 13 times for only 14 yards. Only 14 yards. Now, he... Is practicing, but he's got the shoulder injury. We aren't really sure if he actually is fully healthy. The week before, he was in a non-contact jersey for a second week in a row. Um, I don't love that. Juwan Harris only rushed five times for 14 yards, but at least that's a much better ratio of 13 to 14 yards versus five touches for 14 yards but you're not really sure what they're going to be doing in this situation so I don't love the running backs and uh, and then look the other wide receivers got Quinton Patton who's still doing well he's targeted nine times which is quite a bit of targets he's been targeted quite nicely over the last few games um but he only had 52 yards and Torrey Smith who basically came out hot when Callan Coppernick first came out granted he does have a back injury but he only had two catches for 26 yards so you're not really sure who he's going to throw to
0: um, if I, I had I see to guess, decoy on the back of that jersey.
2: Yeah, if I had to guess, I think we still got some back injuries there for Smith. I think it's going to be Jeremy Curley again this year and this week. But again, you got to be pretty desperate to be playing a niner right now.
0: Philadelphia Eagles five and four. The Seattle Seahawks six two and one. The Eagles. I'm going to start on the bench because this is fun because they're going against the Seattle Seahawks, who happen to be kind of hot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense isn't too bad. I don't know if you noticed. Um, Carson Wentz. (laughs) He's only had two touchdowns in the last five games and yet four interceptions. Mm. Yikes. Poor guy. I love him. I know. I know. Uh, Ever since he shot that deer, he just hasn't been playing in the same. Uh, Jordan Matthews. He is listed as questionable with back spasms. He did not practice on Wednesday. And with him facing the Seahawks, I would look elsewhere. Not yeah. good. Uh, he has seen double digits in targets the last three games. So that is promising. But he's only had one touchdown in the last six games. So mm, that's so great. Uh, Zach Ertz still has not had a touchdown this year. Boo. Uh, the Seahawks give up the mm. sixth biggest fantasy points to tight ends. Oh, and he is questionable as but well. But he's amazing. He is amazing. Amazing. He's right up there with Charles Klein. <laughs> Uh Ryan Matthews tore it up last week. Yeah, uh, he to did. to Series XM show. We had our lovely friend from the Eagles on, and he and I were just discussing, because I am a Ryan Matthews owner, what the heck is going on with the Eagles and why they're not using him. Um, well, they hurt us. I'm pretty sure it's because of us. Um, 109 yards, two touchdowns, and a two-point conversion on the ground and another 30 yards receiving. So winning. Um, this week he will not be facing the Falcons' defense, unfortunately. Uh, Seattle's defense makes Matthews no more than a flex option this week, especially when you have Darren Sproles only um, and Smallwood, who finished up the game um, with 13. Attempts on the ground, which is a lot to be giving away from Mr. Ryan Matthews. Um, so it's kind of a getting it's getting a lot of going on in that backfield. Um, at some point, Ryan Matthews is like the Alex Smith. Like, what more do you want from this man?
2: All right, the Seahawks. So I told you last week that we are seeing, we are in now, what is the Russell Wilson hot streak? He always does this. He always heats up towards the end of the year. And he played fantastic last week 25 of 37 for 348 yards three touchdowns and absolutely no interceptions it was a great game Uh, again we aren't seeing the play with his feet at the moment only rushed three times he's only able to get six yards out of it so we are missing that component of russell wilson still but you know what it's okay because he's getting the yardage for you now you can still feel okay about it with that said, it's not the best matchup against a stout defense with the Eagles. They have the six-fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, but I think that Russell Wilson's going to be able to still do he's fine. Hot. He's hot. He's hot. He's he is. He's, he's hot. hot, so I he's feel hot. okay about it. It's again, one of these matchups we're going to kind of – we're going to overlook. We're going to overlook, and we're going to play Russell Wilson. Now, Doug Baldwin was one of those guys who's been that classic six-point guy, right? Well, not last week, that's for sure. He had six catches for 69 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, three dear. touchdowns. Oh, man, did he do great. Uh, it's a good matchup. The Eagles give the 13th most fancy points to wide receivers, so I think that he'll be able to do just fine. They've got a, you know an interesting running back situation right now, so I think they're going to be leaning a bit more on Baldwin uh, and the receiving core, so I think you're okay there. Again, I wouldn't play any other wide receivers in terms of Curse Lockett, or Richardson, but you certainly can play Baldwin. Jimmy Graham, we told you he was going to get shut down. We told you Belichick always takes away your best option, and he did. Only four catches for 48 yards. It could be worse, obviously, than that. But for the the way that Jimmy Graham had been playing, he got shut down. The league is at the second fewest fancy points to tight ends. So I wouldn't expect huge numbers, but you can still plug him in because you probably don't have better options at tight end with more upside. CJ ProSize, guys. We've got an interesting running back situation here, and it's a little bit murky, and I don't really know what to tell you because CJ ProSize, he rushed 17 times. And he got 66 yards off that, and he's a bit of a pass catching back, so he had seven catches for 87 yards. He had a fantastic game. Philly is stout on the ground. Eight fewest fantasy points to running backs. Christian Michael uh, did play last week, but only had five catches for 22 yards. And then you know, Pete Carroll didn't even really mention Christian Michael when he was talking about what their strategy was for this week, which makes complete sense as he was released on Tuesday. So So crazy. It's a little bit insane. So I'd love to know what's going on with that. But he was released. So Thomas Rawls. He's got a good chance, and he's expected to come back this week. So I, they basically were waiting for Rawls to come back, and then they dumped Christian Michael. We got CJ Proseis, who's going to be your pass catching back. Uh, they're basically doing two-man attack here. Uh, apparently, Rawls looks really good. He's looking really fast. He's looking sharp. Uh, he feels good, according to Coach Car- uh, Carroll. Um, he's ready to go. He's ready to go. So what we don't know really is what that carries situation. You know, the ratio is going to look like. But either way, I think you could feel good about pro size because he is a pass catching back. So especially for PPR, you could be full on playing uh, pro size.
0: Right. Sunday night football. Green Bay Packers four and five at the Washington Redskins five three and one. Aaron Rodgers is a no brainer start every week. He's averaging three touchdowns per game over the last three weeks. Yummy facing the Redskins, who give the 10th fewest fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks, but who cares? Who cares? Listen, they've played against Cody Kessler, Eli Manning, Carson Wentz, after he started throwing interceptions, and Joe Flacco. So this 10th fewest fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks? Come on. Inflated. 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 Jordy Nelson uh, coming off a season high and targets 18 and catches 12. Nelson gets Josh Norman in week 11. Um, I get it. Fantasy owners might be a little scared, but Josh Norman's not Josh Norman of old. And let me just tell you, the connection between Rodgers and Nelson, it's true. It's a true connection. Mm-hmm. It's like Ivory and Yeldon. They go everywhere together. <laughs> so does Rodgers and Nelson. Slightly, slightly different better. caliber yeah, yeah. you know together different. on on the top of the building that's all you know they're mm. up high it's good um, I got Nelson ranked number five Devontae Adams over the last four weeks Adams has seen a low of or a low of only eight targets so eight targets is is low so I'm trying to say here so it's a very high floor of targets for this man um, so mm-hmm. you you gotta play him. He's amazing. You know, there's just not concern of productivity when you're getting the ball that many times. So I expect another solid week from Adams. I have him ranked 12th. As long as Starks can continue to catch the ball, he should be fine this week against the Redskins that have given up the eighth most fantasy points to running backs. He's only he only rushed seven times last week, so that number needs to go up um, for me to say he's like a must start, must start. But I feel pretty confident in him this week. And I say that because Ty Montgomery is no longer a part of the team. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's still technically assigned to the Green Bay Packers, but the streak is done. You can let him go. Let the fish let the fish back in the pond. And Christine Michaels found a new house. Christian Michaels. Sorry. Yay! He's a new. Uh, he's a Green Bay Packers. Going to be wearing the green, yellow, and white. Um, I do not expect him to be playing much this week, so I do not. I repeat, do not start him. But, um, this backfield might become one of those dreaded backfields that we all hate so much. It How about definitely the will.
1: Rob Kelly is the lead back. Everybody, woo! Woo-hoo! Just
0: shy of a hundred
1: yards against the Vikings. This is a tough matchup against. Um, I'm sorry, Packers. against the Green Bay Packers, uh, but th- they've kind of trailed off. Actually, they've been uh, a little bit worse at defending the run. So I am, I'm okay with Rob Kelly. Yeah, I yeah. also like that when you're writing about him, it's R Kelly.
0: Yeah. Know, <laughs> Yeah.
1: This always makes me laugh. Uh, Cousins started in week one versus Pittsburgh um, but and in week five versus Baltimore. But save those two performances, he has an 18-point floor regardless of any sort of format. He's thrown more than 300 yards four times this season in almost half of his performances. I, I just feel really good about him this game and the rest of the season green Bay has given up the fewest points or the seventh fewest points. I'm sorry to opposing tight ends. There's Jordan Reed. Uh, last week, he only caught two of four targets for 41 yards and Vernon Davis was the star. He caught all three of his targets for 66 yards and a touchdown. I still think that uh, it's going to be Vern or um, I'm sorry. Um, jordan reed moving forward i don't think that's really debatable but just fyi and then the sleepers crowder is like right on the verge of being someone that i start every single week and he's almost not a bargain on dfs sites but seriously you guys go check it out his game log is impressive he has earned his right to be on this football team and uh i don't have uh pierre Grasson here and deshaun jackson is still hurt um I'm not quite sure what to say about Pierre Grasan, other than yeah, yeah I tricky. can see you taking a chance. Yeah,
0: yeah. he's on a misfit team. Mm-hmm. Solid. solid, solid. Uh, Monday night football in Mexico City, so the crazy. Houston Texans six and three, the Oakland Raiders <laughs> seven and two.
2: So, Lamar Miller's touches have decreased since the beginning of the season. Uh, he had fit, he had 15. Ran 15 times last week, but it's for 83 yards, so I'm okay with that. He did leave the game, though. Uh, He got injured a little bit. We're not entirely sure uh, if we're going to see any ramifications from that. We haven't really seen much news about it, so to me that says that he's fine, nothing to worry about. Uh, It's a good matchup. Uh, The Raiders give up the 11th most fantasy points to running backs, so Lamar Miller should be able to still produce just fine for you. But do make sure you pay attention just in case something pops up at the end of the week and he aggravates that injury again. But other than that you should be fine now let's talk about the very frustrating cj fedorowitz Brandon, which i know uh, that you had mentioned and it's so irritating he was on no. a really good streak a good streak he'd caught 20 passes for over 224 yards in over four games i i think mean, that's combined obviously but for four games which is great for a tight end and then you got last week we only had three catches for 26 yards in what was a good matchup but he should have had Really great points. The problem is, they threw to every single tight end other than Fedorowitz in the end zone. Steven Anderson, Ryan Griffin scored a touchdown. Unbelievable. They don't throw a touchdown to their main tight end. It is so infuriating. But you know what? It's Brock. It is what it is, my friends. But I still think there is upside for Fedorowicz. I really do. Oakley gives up the eighth most fantasy points to tight ends this season. I don't think he's going to uh, leave his boy stranded for too long. I think Fedorowicz will bounce back this week. I think you can play him. Now, DeAndre Hopkins is holding steady, guys, right around five points, like every single week, only 48 yards last week. I thought Brown was gonna say something. She made a face like all excited. And I was like, wow, you're <laughs> excited about DeAndre Hopkins. This is first the one. first. Yeah.
0: You're the first. You're the first. You're the first. Even uh-huh. Brock is not excited about him. It's
2: a good match, it's a good matchup for the wide receivers, though, guys. I mean, I mean Oakland's at the seventh most fantasy points uh to wide out. So there's a mm-hmm. chance because we got Jalen Strawn, who's gonna miss a month due to his sprained ankle, so he's still out. Will Fuller Did not play last week, but there is a good chance that he's going to play this week. He feels really optimistic and hopeful about it. Um, That will be good for DeAndre Hopkins to kind of have another, you know, contender on the field. Um, So that's something to think about. I will tell you to not play Brock. Do not play Brock. He only threw for 99 yards last week. Not even 100. (gasps) 99 (laughs) yards.
0: It's getting hot.
2: We did not turn the ball over, so that, there's that's progress, but only 99 yards. When your quarterback is throwing less than 100 yards, that, that is a problem. That is a huge, the, huge problem for you. There is no upside for any of these receivers when their quarterback is only throwing for 100 yards. It is outrageous. You can play uh, the defense, though. All right, the Oakland Raiders,
1: tough matchup, fourth fewest points to the quarterback. Um, in Week 9, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, Derek Carr only had 184 passing yards, no touchdowns or interceptions. But then in Week 8, he had 513 yards. So I I, I can understand you starting him against Houston on Monday night, especially if you're desperate. Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree, uh, they – give up the third fewest points to wide receivers. I'm still starting them though. And Latavius Murray is their guy and you gotta like that as well. You know, the Houston has a Houston has a very good defense, but you know, Oakland has a really good offense too. Okay. And they dismantled the Denver Broncos. So I'm not running away from this particular matchup. Um, you know, I think it's important to state that, you know, Latavius Murray for the uh, first time of the season got 20 carries when they played Denver before their bye. So that's something to think about. Um, and then uh, Clive Walford isn't going to happen. These other running backs aren't going to happen. Sure, every once in a while he's going to get poached, right? Jameez Olawali or Jalen Richard, I'm sure we'll get a few more touchdowns this season. But still, I think we know who the main characters are.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. all right you guys that's week 11 put it down in your books get them out of your lineups atlanta falcons denver broncos new york jets and the san diego chargers you have the new orleans saints or the carolina panthers make sure you set your lineup before thursday night's game hello it's week 11 get it together even if you're losing still play facts <laughs> okay um, and don't forget to hop over to HelloFresh.com and enter her FFB when you subscribe. You get $35 off your first week of deliveries. Come over to herfantasyfootball.com. Subscribe to us as well, and make sure you listen to us on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio from nine to eleven Eastern on Saturday nights. We'll be there to answer your last minute questions, update you on injuries, what's going on with those Achilles ten- tenants in in Chicago, um, and yeah, talk to us on her, on Twitter at herfantasyfb. Until next time, guys. No more faking it.